Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new Ultra Micro Diameter Injection Arrows. Injection utilizes the new Deep Six standard for more big game penetration than ever before. Learn more about the injection today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, editor Christian Burke. Welcome back to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting and are really excited to have you with us today. We are going to uh, have an awesome, awesome episode. Uh, going to be chatting with uh, some new uh, blood at an old uh, storied company in the archery industry. I've got as my guest today uh, Mr. Rich Weatherford, who's the CEO of Martin Archery, and Mr. Jason Erdman, who's the sales director at Martin Archery. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Martin was recently acquired uh, by some new owners, and uh, they've brought a lot of new life and new energy to the Martin uh, brand and a lot of exciting things are going to be happening uh, in 2014 which I'm eager to hear about and I hope you are too. Uh, Rich, Jason, thanks so much for being with us today on Bowhunting Radio. Oh, Christian, uh, glad, glad to be here and uh, I'm feeling better now that I got the second cup of coffee in me so uh, I think we're good to go from this end and Jason? Yep. No, uh, great. Uh, glad you invited us on today, Christian. We're excited. Well, caffeine is critical, and uh, as long as we're all caffeinated and ready to roll, let's just dive into it. Rich, um, first of all, congratulations on uh, on the acquisition. Um, you're part of a group called uh, Diversus Capital, and just for people who you know, may not really know anything about this, this may be the first they're hearing about it, could you just give a brief overview of you know, sort of a little history of Martin and what had happened in terms of, you know, some financial difficulties and obviously created, you know, some problems for them, but yet at the same time an opportunity for you guys to come in and, and like like I said, bring a fresh perspective and some new energy. And, and so just bring everybody up to speed on that if you don't mind. Oh, sure, absolutely. Um well, well, first I can tell you that uh, I'm, I'm, I'll give you a little background on myself, which will kind of help with the lead-in. Uh, I'm originally from South Georgia, so uh, if, you, if you don't pick up a Washingtonian accent, it's because there's not one. Um, but I, I moved out here probably about seven years ago. Uh, you know, my background is operations, supply chain, and general management, and I've been, uh, I've been building companies for years. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I, I've got a passion for bringing jobs back to the United States. You know, during during my 20-year uh, you know manufacturing career, we've we've seen about half the jobs migrate out of the comp- country. And uh, you know, in, in my humble opinion, a lot of them didn't need to go. It, it was kind of the blind following the blind in some circumstances. And so my passion about two years ago was I started a, a contracting firm, uh, working with uh, private either private individuals uh, some sometimes it's private equity sometimes it's just private money um, because you know you have an opportunity to work with like-minded people who realize that you know if you bring in some modern manufacturing techniques uh, some some strong supply chain background that you absolutely can compete and you can keep the you can keep those jobs here so I spent about two years we saved uh, probably three companies um, you know, which again, I don't know about you, but I, I just feel a lot better when I get up in the morning and, and, you know, that's what I'm working on is something that, uh, you know, something that brings jobs back to the U S 
And I, I just I met a couple of couple of guys through a couple of the firms and a couple of the turnarounds that we did. Um, and and really, even though uh, Diversus Capital is is kind of the name, the reality is is it's really two or three private investors. Uh, a guy by the name of Mark Lozada, who shares my passion. Um, he's hit, a, I think, a stage in life where he wants to give back. And then uh, Kevin, Kevin Ma and Ron Nayat. So re- really, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a few private individuals that kind of share a passion. And uh, I've been looking, quite frankly, uh, for the last two years to find something, and I, I just couldn't believe it when, when something uh, like Martin Archery came available. Um, we, we heard about it. And what, what had happened is probably about a year and a half ago, um, you know, the, the, quite frankly, the, uh, I think, you know, Gail is just a great man, and, and I think he just got a little older, and, uh, you know, it's hard to run kind of a, uh, a business, you know, when you're in your late 80s. And I, I've got nothing but the most respect for what Gail did. I mean, it's just amazing to be able to start a company out of your, out of your garage making strings and turn it into the, you know, top top bow manufacturer in, in the U.S., potentially the world in the 80s and 90s. Um, so basically, uh, I, I was just now, couldn't Rich, believe. That, Rich, go how ahead. Many, how, what year was Martin founded? How long has the company been around? It's been around 62 years. This will be the 63rd, actually, we're coming up on. And, you know, when and in business, those of us, I mean, that that's just an incredible, incredible feat. Uh, I mean, I just, I couldn't say enough about, you know, Gail and, and Eva, by the way. Um, boy, when you come in here, her, her fingerprints are all over this business as much as Gail's are. So, and, and the stories that you hear on the floor and the stories that you hear from customers are just amazing. You know, it's, it's the kind of thing that you, you feel good about, you know. And, uh, and by the way, the community here, one of the things that really helped us is uh, we came in and uh, um, they were about to liquidate the company, and uh, we were able to step in at the last minute and uh, prevent any, anyone else from picking it up from overseas and, you know, taking a, a, just a great American brand and, and keeping it here in America. And, and I really do need to really do need to say what a great group here in Walla Walla, the port, the commissioners, uh, WorkSource. Um, we've had such support from, you know, the state and local agencies who, quite frankly, are very focused on, you know, we could not have done the deal without our local partners. So I just want to make sure that I, I put enough positive words in for those folks because they've worked their tails off for us, too. And look, we were able to come in and 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 get the deal done. Um, you know, unfortunately, you had just a situation where, uh, you know, the the bank had kind of run the business for about the past year and a half, and that that just never works. Never works for customers. Never works for suppliers. Uh, it's just the wrong focus. And but I'm telling you, we we couldn't be more excited because for the for the type of you know company building I like to do, I mean, this is perfect. I mean, you've got a great brand. Uh, I've, I've never seen such passion and I personally, my dance card is full at the ATA. Uh, I, am just absolutely shocked. Um, usually when you come in to take over a business that's been performing very poorly on the delivery side, the, you know, the positive was there, there just weren't a lot of quality issues, which is, which is always tough to deal with. It's just delivery. Mm. You know, and the biggest problem, Christian, you have is people can't get enough of the product. You know, that, I mean, let's be honest. Those are the type of problems you like to have in business. Yeah. So, so again, we were able to come in. We were able to kind of rescue the brand, and uh, you know, kind of, kind of my specialty is is being able to ramp things back up. Uh, Walla Walla, there's not a huge amount of opportunity here, so the reality is we were able to bring back um, just about all the employees. Um, 
and, and then, you know, we're, we're up to two full shifts now in the traditional shop and in the compound shop. And uh, like I said, to go from a standstill to kind of what we're seeing the demand uh, right now has just been, uh, you know, it's just been what a wonderful surprise it's been. So we're very excited. Now, so how many, how many employees are you guys at now and, and what are you anticipating as you head into 2014? Um, we're at 35 right now, and um, I, I'm probably going to hold back on, on some of the other numbers that we're going to put out there, but uh, let's just say that we've, we've got another plan in place to, to add significantly more people. And you, and um, you, and you definitely want to keep everything right there in, uh, in Washington State. Uh, well, you know, that's one of the reasons we brought it back. I mean, I can tell you right now in our traditional line, uh, although I did hear some silly rumors, and I, I don't blame you. You know, there were so many rumors kind of swirling around Martin. One of the funniest that uh, Chuck, and if anybody who knows Martin uh, knows that Chuck's probably worked back in the traditional shop for Martin, I think I think 44 years. He, the guy's 74 and absolute artisan. If you've, if you've seen any of the catalogs, he's in it. And uh, Chuck and I were laughing about it when I went back and told Chuck, hey, we heard a rumor your bows are being made in China. And Chuck said, I've never been to China. <laughs> so i thought that was pretty funny and chuck says hey take my picture and put it on that facebook thing and so if anybody who wants to go out and check us out on facebook you'll uh you know we took chuck's advice chuck chuck by the way as as we listen to you know chuck daily uh he's kind of the you know he's kind of the senior guy back there and and we've got you know three three new folks back there that all come in as master carpenters but uh even a master carpenter quite frankly is going to take a year or two to you know, quite frankly, learn everything that Chuck has to teach him. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Now, one of the first things that you guys did uh, after you took over was you introduced a, a new Martin logo. Talk to me a little bit about the new logo and, and kind of like how that fits into maybe your whole effort to kind of, you know, not rebrand, but maybe refresh the brand and bring some new life to it. Absolutely. You know, I, I think if you'll look at the new Martin brand, for, first of all, it was kind of a, we wanted to get input from all the kind of Martin loyalists who, who stuck with Martin, quite frankly, through a couple of years of poor deliveries. Uh, again, not through any fault of the folks here, but, you know, if you don't have the cash, you can't, you can't make the product. So we actually uh, put it out and we had a design contest and we picked, you know, probably the top six. And then, uh, again, we, we went around to all the employees here, and so it was very kind of democratic the way we went about it. And we got it about 90% of the way there, and, and here are the things that were important to me in the direction that, that I gave. One, I wanted to include all the old elements that were in the old Martin logo. But, you know, look, I mean, you know, if, if you, you know, compound bow hunting is, is uh, you know, look, it's a pretty exciting field right now. You know, I mean, uh, you know, with the number of states that are that are opening up hunting and, uh, you know, and then also with if, if you take a look on the traditional side and, and look what's happening with archery, you know, uh, you know, some of the movies that are being put out, Hunger Games, The Hobbit, you know, these things are kind of putting a, a new face on archery. And so we wanted to have something that was modern, but it, it contained all the old elements. And so we did as, as kind of the last you know, we wanted a little more input as we put it out on Facebook um, to kind of all our Martin followers. And I'll have to tell you, the, the last designs of, of uh, you know, the last design changes that we made uh, came, came, from our, came from our fans on our Facebook page. 
And and I have to tell you, when we incorporated what they gave us as feedback on Facebook, the minute I saw it, I said, that's it, we're done. Mm. It, it was, uh, you know, it was kind of exciting and new, and, uh, you know, I, I loved it. And and it, to me, it kind of captures the direction we're going in. You know, we're, we're, we're keeping, again, if you take a look at what we have here, we have all the same people that have made bows here for the last, you know, 30 or 40 years here here in the Walla Walla location. But we've added uh, a mixture of, of new management team. So, you know, uh, it's just like the traditional shop. We went out, rearranged the shop. We've added 40% new capacity, but it's still, it's still all, all done by hand. We just eliminated all the things like looking for tools and, you know, and we just added a, 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 we just added a brand new paint booth just for traditional, uh, which is going to speed up the process about a, week, about a week and a half in terms of lead time. And then we've uh, positioned some, some inventory again because we don't want people to have to, uh, to, to wait on the product. So that, that's what we're really doing is we're combining the old elements with, quite frankly, some updated, you know, operations, supply chain, marketing, and branding uh, as we go forward. So, like I said, I mean, we're, we're incredibly excited. And I can tell you, Jason and I are, are doing 16, 17-hour days every day. And, and i got to tell you, neither one of us are – we may be a little bit tired, but I, it's not, not hard to get up in the morning to do this. I can tell you that. Mm. Absolutely. Jason, you know – as the sales director, obviously you're the one that's got to come in and, and kind of do, you got to do two things, right? I mean, you got to, obviously you're dealing with your dealers, but ultimately those dealers are dealing with consumers. And so you got, you got two issues probably that I'm sure you're addressing with all your clients as you're meeting is, you know, A, you're addressing, you know, the problems that were there in the past if dealers weren't getting the, you know, orders filled and so they don't have inventory. Um so you've got to, you know, you've got to rebuild that. But also, as as your dealers look forward, obviously they want to know, okay, well, what have you got coming? You know, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, what's the state of the the Martin dealer network? Where are you at now? Uh, where do you see things going? Obviously, with the ATA coming up and and 2014 just around the corner, and then what can we expect from the Martin lineup for 2014 in terms of product? Yeah, no, great, great question, Christian. You know, the exciting part for me is being an avid bow hunter and being on that side of things. And I used to own my own uh, pro shop for four years. So it really gives me an insight to what our dealers need and what we need as a company. And quite frankly, you know, with uh, Diversus and Rich coming in with the capital that we currently have, um, it's a matter of getting our feet back on the ground and making sure that we're delivering on time and making sure that we have a good quality product, which I'm really excited about. One of the big changes we're making for uh, 2014 is we're going to one-piece risers, so we're looking at something that's going to be a little bit lighter, a little bit faster, and quieter. And so the majority of our models will be one-piece risers for 2014. We're also uh, switching to twin limbs on all of our bows. So in the past, we've done solid glass limbs, and so for 2014, we're going to uh, twin limbs on all of our models, except for one model. We have the uh, Scepter, which is one of our target bows that's very well known in the marketplace as one of the top competitors. So that's one bow that we're not going to change um, for 2014, but that bow, uh, will, we have a few upgrades on there. The other thing is, is uh, you know, going back to just our look and our feel, you know, Rich was talking about our logo earlier, but the other thing we're doing is switching our camel for 2014 too. 
we really wanted to partner with a camel manufacturer that's really well known in the industry, something that's looked highly upon. So we've decided to go with Mossy Oak for 2014. So you'll see a new look, a new revamp to all of our products. Um, also, the other thing that comes along with Mossy Oak is there's a lot of other um, accessories and those types of things that are already produced in Mossy Oak. So for the guys that like to be hip and, and look, make sure that everything matches, uh, they'll be able to match up with Mossy Oak as well because uh, that's the camel pattern we'll be using going forward. Gotcha. Uh, and now are you guys, uh, where are you at with your 2014 line? Are, are you guys waiting to ATA to announce anything or can you give, give people uh, now any kind of a sneak peek at the, uh, any of your hunting bows for the new year? We are, uh, you know, we are waiting to ATA to introduce to everything. You know, we have three new bows that will be coming out at the ATA show. We are doing some sneak peeks on Facebook. So if you guys want to see some of the things that we're coming out with, they can take a look at Facebook because we try to dribble a few things out here and here, here and there to get people excited. But, you know, we, we are excited about the new product lines. We have a bridge riser bow that we're coming out with with twin limbs. We have um, also, you know, quite a few things in our traditional lineup as well. So it's just not on the compound side. We have uh, three new products coming out in our traditional lineup. Um, Rich has done a great job of getting how it's uh, back up and running, running two shifts. You know, in the past there was a six-week turnaround. Now we're looking at four weeks, and we're going to even increase that to hopefully 10 days uh, by the end of the year. So. There's a lot of things that we'll introduce at the ATA show that um, you can see on our Facebook page and um, also, you know, in other social media avenues that we're, we've been posting them on. Sure. Th tell you what, Christian, there's no way I'm going to come on your show and, and not give your listeners, uh, you know, something a little extra. So uh, we've got three new compound bows coming out, and then we've got, quite frankly, upgrades to uh, most of the rest of the line uh, where, where we're tweaking, we're, we're, we're putting in the nitro cams, the mossy oak, the the cable guard, the, you know, just, just quite frankly, feedback we got from, from our dealers and from our shooters. So I tell you what, uh, we're done with this. I'm going to send it over for you so that you can post it for your, for your listeners. Uh, we'll, so we'll give you a sneak peek. How does that sound? Hey, that's great. Uh, I mean, you guys did already give, give us one that we'll have in our 2014 new gear guide, but I'll for sure, I'll get the rest of that stuff up and uh, give people a look. Well, since so. you were nice enough to have us on, Christian, for your listeners, we'll... We're going to send over the. We're going to send over a sneak peek of the line, and uh, probably a couple of other things that that uh, that, that you might be interested in. Uh, next year, um, we've got uh, you know obviously we've got a uh, new chief sales and marketing officer that's going to be joining us in in March. Um, look, looking forward to having him on board. He's coming over from one of the big three once he's done sitting out his non compete. And uh, one of the things that we're working on, that we're going to do a couple of mid-year releases next year. Mm. Uh, we think there's a gap in the market uh, below Damon Howitt, so we want to definitely come out with a mid-range Martin line on the traditional side because, uh, we again, there's that, that mid-range price point that, uh, that we need to hit. So you'll get the same quality, that same delivery. And, uh, and then the other thing that we're focused on right now, and this is actually what, what as we're finishing up all the design work and uh, we're running everything back on the CNCs to get ready for the show. So everybody at the show that comes and stops by the booth, you'll get to see the whole new line. It'll be there and ready to go. Uh, but right behind that, we've been working on actually designing, and we'll do a mid-year release on a, a women's and youth line in mm. 2015. 
Yeah, that leads right into the next question I had for you guys, and and either one of you can tackle this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just as a as a way of getting into it, you know, you mentioned at the outset, Rich, about how you know Martin grew over a period of decades, and at one time, you know, was the probably the leading player in the market and really, you know, was blazing the trail for the whole industry. And of course, in today's day and age, it's no secret, you know, to any of us how fast everything changes with technology. It's like, you know, things just seem like they move faster and faster and progress faster and faster. And so um, as you guys get get things, you know, back up to speed, where do you see Martin fitting in the marketplace? I mean, there's so many players that are out there, you know, competing on cutting edge innovation. Other people are looking at, um, you know, price points. Some people are, you know, looking at volume. What do you see, you know, Martin's niche in the in the marketplace? You know, both, uh, you know, more on the compound side is what I'm asking about. But you can certainly touch on traditional. But where, where's the sweet spot for Martin in the in the current market? Do you think? Well, I, I think well, I'll answer probably your question a little differently, and then I'll let I'll let Jason handle it because uh, you know, as you can imagine, my head is probably always twelve twelve months to three years out. J- Jason at Jason's focus is usually you know twelve months in. Uh, you know, my my background is uh, I've done a lot of work in in aerospace, and uh, you know, I've also had you know uh, I've also worked in sporting goods and in uh, you know as a contractor. And one of the things that, that I'm going to have us look at next year, and that's why I'm going to be a little bit coy about uh, talking about R&D and who we're bringing in next year for R&D, but uh, one of the things we're going to start focusing on is um, the mechanics behind, you know, making a bow more accurate, making it quieter. Um, and so one of the things we'll start taking a look at next year is we'll take a look at the metals, how we're manufactured. We'll look at everything from carbon to titanium to, you know, vacuum remelt processes, so we're going to take a look and and uh, what's and the, to I, I, I got to interrupt you because I understood the first two, but the third one you lost me. What's vacuum remelt process? Well, it's just it's just simply a process of, at 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 how you process metal, and it, it may or may not be a fit for this industry. So for me, this is going to be the fun part. You know, in 2014, we had about two and two months from when we took over, so it was really important to us to refresh the line. But when we we come out in 2015. You know that we actually are lining up a lot of surveys right now. It's really important to me. You know, what do the hunters think? Uh, you know, what what do our dealers think? What does our rep network think? And then also, what we've noticed is, look, there's a lot of new entrants into this market. You know, uh, that that's one of the reasons. If you if you look at our catalog, we've made it easy for people to kind of understand what bow they should be buying. Um, one one of the things that, quite frankly, when I came in, I walked in and there's you know 30 compound bows. Which one's made for me? So we, we've tried to kind of make that easier by, by putting a gauge on there that tells you whether it's a beginner all the way up to an expert. Um, but, you know, for 2015, you know, that we're, we're going to have nine months now, and we'll start the design process over immediately in January. We've already laid out about a six-month sprint um, so that we can, we can introduce a couple lines, and that will give us time to kind of take a look at materials and mechanics and some of the other things that we want to look at. Uh, you know, to make sure that Martin kind of regains its spot as, as kind of a, yeah. you know, the performance bow in the market. Yeah, sounds like what you're saying is you're you're not you're not looking to be a you know a mid pack volume brand. You definitely want to reestablish a leadership position. You you're you're interested in cutting edge technologies and processes. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and look, mo- most people, uh, you know, as we start to, you know, change the way we manufacture, you know, there's certain things you don't change, you know, like the traditional line. You know, I mean, when you got a guy with 44 years experience, you, I'm telling you right now, a duplicator can't do what Chuck does. Chuck's training two guys right now so that we can run three shifts as we go into next year. He, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you, a CNC or a duplicator cannot do what Chuck does or what Antonio does out there in the traditional. I mean, those guys are artisans. However, what we can do is uh, we can take a paint line and make sure that that paint line is set for the activator that's in the glue. And so we can shorten that process to where, and and we can dedicate a a paint line so that people don't have to wait that extra week for us to, because I don't know if people know this, but the reason that, the reason those bows are, are, uh, first of all, they're all hand sanded, everything. We start out with a block of wood and and a piece of glass, and you get a bow when you're done. But the thing gets painted anywhere from three times or more. Uh, we've got a couple bows that we run through that paint line five, six times. So, so the reason you get such a high-quality bow out of Damon Howitt is, it, you know, part of it's the process, and, and it's incredibly hard to duplicate. Uh, on the compound line sign, on the other hand, you know, we, we've just got some great opportunities to kind of semi-automate and just kind of improve, and that's where we're spending the capital right now. Because Martin was just a little bit behind on their manufacturing processes, but but again, if if what we're really excited about is is as we go forward is getting involved in those other parts of the market. You know, Martin used to be in all parts of the market, and uh, you know, look, I, I I won't tell you who we're looking at, but I'll simply tell you also the other thing that you know that we're going to be looking for is we're certainly going to be looking for the right acquisitions. Mm. Uh, some of that may be accessories things that, you know, we want to have as, as kind of part or, quite frankly, if there's, uh, you know, if, if we look and we think that there's a part of the market that, you know, we, we want to participate in and we think, it, quite frankly, we can move faster by buying, you know, buying some technology and integrating it here in Walla Walla, mm-hmm. you know, then, then we're going to head down that path as well. So, like, like I said, Christian, I mean, it, it's all on the table. We're, we're incredibly excited. We actually have, you know, our reps uh, we have one in-house today, and uh, th- these guys, are they're getting excited about it. And uh, quite frankly, a-, a lot of them have said, hey, Rich, we hadn't visited the plant in years. So we, we took Marion on our management walk this morning, which we do every day with the entire staff. That way we can kind of handle any issues that uh, we have with sales. Um, and, and, you know, Jason, I think, probably uh, can follow up and tell you, but we've added, you know, two to three people to customer service. We've got, you know, one person that she – she goes back and forth uh, between supporting production and, and supporting customer service. But we've added two new people on top of the ones that we have so people don't have to wait in line when they place a phone call. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's a good kind of aspect that you brought up, too, in terms of customer service. I'm, I'm sure that there are, you know, a number of people who will uh, listen to this interview who are current uh, Martin owners, what is the status of you know support for all past uh, Martin product that's already out there? Yeah, we're we're currently supporting the the Martin warranty. You know, I, I to be honest, I'm pretty sure that's why if you take a look at Martin's kind of compound sales, why why they shrunk in the last two to three years. I mean, to be honest with you, Christian, heck, I wouldn't have bought a bow if if I didn't think the warranty was supported. You know, you get out in the middle of the woods with these things, you know, they they get banged around a little bit or, uh, you know, quite frankly, if you have an issue. So I want everybody to know that, uh, 
when we got here, there was probably, I don't know, maybe three to four months worth of kind of returns and repairs. And I put three people on that. We got, we got all those cleaned up. We got current. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be su- supporting the warranty. And we're going to make it a little bit easier for people as they go forward. So we're going we're gonna to put together, um, uh, we're going to be putting together analytics for dealers, but we're also going to put together a registry. Uh, so as soon as people buy it, you know, they can, they can register their bow online and, and they won't have any issues. It'll be more of a point and click instead of having to have a conversation with someone. So we're also taking a look at technology to, to make it easier for our folks out into the field. Gotcha. That's great. You know, another thing that I wanted to ask you about, and, you know, I got to, I kind of know the answer to this because you and I talked a little bit, uh, you know, when you, shortly after you guys first acquired the company, but uh, I think it's important for people who are listening to hear this too. You know, whenever we talk about um, private equity ownership, there's always this a sense that, you know, obviously, uh, you know, investors buy these companies as investments, and eventually, or many times, you know, there's a there's an exit strategy from the from the outset. But I know from talking to you that you're taking a very long term approach with the Martin uh, acquisition. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably share too much of my personal life here, but uh, just so everybody knows how seriously we're taking it, my uh, you know, my significant other, she's moving down here. She's a dentist, and uh, she's setting a practice up. And for those of you who are aware, she, she would not be very happy with me if I had a short-term horizon considering she's moving her practice down here to Walla Walla. But, but yeah, no, this, this uh, again, there's two different types. In, in this case, um, I, I view it a little more as private money. I mean, I, you know, I've been looking for a while and just, you know, had some like-minded investors. Uh, it, it's really two or three individuals. You know, one of them is Mark Lozato, who's got a, you know, kind of a, a great history of, of investing. And I know at this point in life, he, he shares my passion for, uh, you know, reviving companies in the U.S. That, that really should be in the U.S. and stay in the U.S. And, you know, one of, one of the companies that uh, we revived about two years ago um, uh, was down in Georgia, and it was a 200-year-old company. And you can imagine, um, you know, we don't have many 200-year-old companies in, in, in the United States. You know, that literally means it, it started up, you know, a little, little bit after the, you know, after the revolution. And so even though when you start looking at a 62-year-old company, the reality is there there just aren't many of those here in the U.S. either. Um, so, yeah, my time horizon, as I tell folks, is is that, you know, the next next 10 years. Um, and then, you know, at that point, you know, I'm I'm almost 45 now. Then uh, if somebody wants to try to push me out of the chair, may, maybe they can, maybe they can't. But, you know, my time horizon is, is at least 10 years. And, uh, you know, I, again, as, a, as somebody who loves to build companies, um, I, I just couldn't find a better story than the one that we have here. And, and like I said, anybody who comes to the show, you'll see Dan Martin. Uh, I've got a great relationship with Dan. He's actually, just so everybody knows, uh, I've got him commissioned, and he's doing a Gail Martin commemorative bow. One of the things I asked Dan to do when I took over is I said, I really want to do a tribute to Gail. You know, uh, I said, I, I just I couldn't have more respect for what he did. Uh, when I researched and kind of, you know, read his life story, I mean, it was just incredibly inspiring. And so, you know, for anybody who wants to come by, you're going to see one of the most difficult, you know, bows, because I said, if we're going to honor Gail, I said, I want it to be a bow that other people, quite frankly, can't make. 
And so Dale, Dan Martin has, has just been working, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll have to tell you, Dan and I talked yesterday, he breathed a sigh of relief, and I think for him it, it's definitely a passion project. Um, and so we invite everyone to come out and, and take a look at a very limited edition Gail Martin commemorative bow. Well, you know what? It sounds like you guys have a lot of really cool things going there. And uh, I'm excited to see all your new products at the show. And that's only a few weeks away now, so it won't be long. And uh, some of those things that you're talking about, uh, it's just, I really do wish you the best. Because like you said, Martin's 62 years is a is a good long run. When you consider that... You know, bow hunting as a sport for the masses, you know, really, it's not that old of a sport, uh, you know, and Martin's been around for, for most of it, you know, as in terms of what we know as modern bow hunting. And uh, the, the idea that you guys are not only uh, updating your own line, but uh, maybe looking to get a little more vertically integrated into the marketplace is, is great to hear. And uh, I can't wait to see, you know, what the future holds for you guys. Yeah, no, I mean, I just, I tell people part of what we want to do is uh, we want to get this company back to what Gail had it, and then, you know, we would certainly love to, you know, in the next, you know, 10 to 20 years, turn this into what Gail kind of really wanted, re- really wanted it to be, so yeah. we're incredibly excited, and we just, you know, we tell folks we're not going to, we're not going to be perfect in year one, uh, but no one's going to work harder than we do, that much I can promise you. Well, and, and, and you know, and I'm sure... You know, I'm sure you realize this, and you touched on it earlier in the interview, but, you know, timing for this acquisition, you know, may be perfect because archery, you know, as a whole, you know, far and away beyond just bow hunting, but just the whole archery world, just the shooting community is really uh, experiencing a renaissance right now. Like you said, there's so much attention in the the popular media, some of these movies, and... uh, uh, people are just really digging it, you know, just shooting a bow. So, uh, customer. Well, well I, I can tell you, Christian, the, one of the things that, uh, you know, the great thing about being a father and having an 11 year old daughter is there's not a whole lot, quite frankly, that I can get my kids excited about. Um, you know, getting them away from the video games, and I, I'm sure I'm the only parent that has this problem, but my, 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 my sons are so stoked for us to go shoot compound bows. Um, and, and then quite frankly, you know, my daughter, probably like many daughters, you know, when we, we came in and, uh, a small funny story, you know, um, um, we were looking at, at the market and going through the analysis with one of the younger guys who's 28, 29. And he says, we don't get it. You know, why are girls, you know, of, you know, 11 to 20, you know, buying into this and then, and then men 38 to 48. And I looked at him and I said, well, that's because it's a father daughter. And uh, one, one of the things that's been great for me, and, and uh, you know, listen, I would encourage anybody, if, if you haven't gone out, Jason was kind enough to, to kind of take me out shooting with his kids when I first got here, is, uh, man, there's not a lot of stuff these days, quite frankly, to connect with your kids over. And uh, for, me, it's, for me, it's been awesome because, you know, as my son said, he said, Dad, he said, you need to open a Twitter account, but I don't think anybody will follow you, but I still want to shoot a bow with you. <laughs> Well, so you know, on the one hand, that's still not very cool. Uh, but uh, you know, going out and shooting shooting bows and shooting archery is cool. So now I've got an excuse to go spend time with my kids. It doesn't involve a video game. So I don't know if that's anything other parents care about. But for me, it's a big deal. Here's the real question. You know, 
the real question is, and I know, obviously, you know, you're going to do great things with this company and your experience in, in manufacturing and, and operational efficiencies and supply chain and everything is going to be a, a great blessing to Martin. But I know that, you know, you haven't had the opportunity to do uh, a whole lot of bow hunting in the past. When, when Rich Weatherford gets his first bow kill... You know, is Peterson's bow hunting going to have the exclusive on that? Are we going to set up the hunt for you, me, and Jason <laughs> to go like whitetail hunting in Illinois this fall or something? Well, Christian, you you set it up and we'll be there. Uh, Rich will be ready and prepared, and we do have big plans for Rich getting out in the field this year and, and getting some kills because he's been a good sport um, and learning how to shoot and getting ready. He's, Hasn't done this side. He's hunted with a gun before, so yeah. this will be a treat to get him out oh, with the bow. Yeah, I was going to say, and and I hate to give my age away, but you know, I I grew up in South Georgia, where you know you you know you shot everything with a gun, oh. and uh, but what, what's fantastic is I I you know I call the guys that you know that I grew up with, and they all bow hunt now, so you know they're they're incredibly excited. I talked to several of them when I flew home, you know, for Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, and by the way, went in and visit, visited Chuck's Gun and Pond, so placed their first uh, Martin order in a couple of years, so I'll, I'll give them a little bit of a shout-out. Um, but, yeah, no, listen, the, you know, when you grow up, you know, out in South Georgia like I do, you know, you spend your weekends out, you know, uh, you, you know, quite frankly, on somebody's farm or somebody's property. You know, you're fishing, you're hunting, and so, quite frankly, I, I can't imagine having a cooler job, Christian. I, I think, actually, the last time you and I talked, you were unavailable because you were going to go get in a tree stand somewhere. So let's be honest, it's not too bad having a job that, uh, you know, I can claim, hey, i got to go hunt for a week. How can I complain about that? It's Yeah, the problem is it's addicting, and, you know, too much is never enough, and you still have to come back to the office. So yeah, you got to figure <laughs> out. You'll figure it out, but, man, I'm warning you, it's pretty addictive. So, uh, Well, Christian, I can tell you I have a uh, – one of the advantages here is I have a shooting range above my office that Jason and I are, are, are shooting at because I really, quite frankly – yeah, I was pretty good with a gun, but I don't want to embarrass myself with a compound bow. So, you know, J- Jason, who, by the way, is a fantastic shooter. I'll give him some credit. Uh, pretty good teacher, too. So I'll do my best not to embarrass myself. But I got to tell you, I'm pretty pumped to get out there next year. Well, I was talking to Jason a little bit before we started the show, and uh, I understand he does quite a bit of videography out there uh, during the hunt. So not only might we, we have to figure out a way to get get you in front of some animals but we might have to get that all on camera and and make you into a the next big hunting celebrity oh i can tell you right now J- jason every time we travel somewhere J- jason pulls the camera out so I- i'm pretty sure that you and jason have kind of the same idea and they're they're going to do one of two things you know I- i'll either be a bad episode of duck dynasty you know or, or maybe or, or you know maybe i'll hit something so Hey man, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking I'm for you. On athletic. The... I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to go well. I'm looking for you and like a 400 inch elk on the cover of the 2015 Martin catalog. Yeah, I would like that too. Somehow, somehow I get the feeling it'll be more like 175 pounds. But uh, you know, yeah, I, I'm going to go for the big one early. But uh, I'll take what I can get. Hey, that sounds great, guys. I, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, thanks for bringing everybody up to speed on what's happening with Martin. And uh, I wish you guys all the best of success in the new year. And I will see you in just a few weeks in Nashville. 
Sounds good. And you know what, Christian? We're gonna we're gonna send you some we're gonna send you some catalog photos. So for your listeners, you can you can post them on your on your website, and we'll give you a sneak peek before the rest of the folks get it. How does that sound for you and your listeners? That sounds great. Uh, you guys have a great afternoon. All right. All right. Take care, Christian. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bow Hunting Radio, presented by Easton's new ultra micro diameter injection arrows. For more information, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bow Hunting Magazine on newsstands now.